Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Ugh. What's wrong now? I'm a little depressed. <laughs> what are you depressed about? You're or not resen- depressed. Or resentful. About what? Well, Christmas gets, I don't know, 7,000 Christmas songs. Okay, now we're knocking on the door of New Year's, and they got one song. They might have two. No, they got one. New, New Year's Day. The second one. New Year's Day by you 2 No. Oh, well, now you're dipping into rock and roll. I'm saying old Lang Syne or oh, whatever yeah, that is. No. Yeah. Okay, so so there's one. Okay, there's really one. I mean, who voted on that? Why don't they have, why didn't they split it? Like 7,000, 3,500 for New Year's. And then what about Halloween? And what's the big deal? Halloween about gets short. Yeah, they really get really shorted. They get nothing no. music-wise. It's definitely Christmas. In fact, I think they start playing Christmas music in August. Oh, I know they're starting on the Christmas displays in August. Yeah. That's nuts. It's man. one of my nuts. favorite thing about the flip of the year is that we're done with that. We're back to classic right, rock. Man. So Christmas is over. Christmas <laughs> is over. Shoo. We made it. Done. Hey, did you make it? Done. Absolutely. How did, you, how did you do with your parties and your all the stresses you know of the holiday and the you know the perception that alcohol makes it all tick? I don't have a lot of stress because I have very minimal expectations. Yeah, you I think, said that. I think yeah. the higher the higher the expectations, the more the stress. Yeah. And I, you know what? I, I use it as a time to just sit back and enjoy. You know, I go to parties and, and hey, I did some parties and I hit and ran. You know, mm-hmm. just that's my strategy. Right. But but I sat. You know, a couple of parties I used to hung around a little bit. Especially family parties, you know, right. especially when I'm hosting my kids and stuff in my house. It's, it's like I'm to, going to bed. Yeah, it's hard okay, to hit and run. Thanks right? for coming. But I don't need to be the star of the show. Right. You know, I just sit back and I actually enjoy just watching, especially, you know, kids are getting older and, you know, they're teenagers and, and my, my daughter's in her 20s and now married. I mean, I just sit back. Right. I'm I'm on the bus. I'm not the driver anymore. Thank right. God. Isn't that great? Oh, it's wonderful. But it's so funny because it. today. So fulfilling. Yeah, today's a New Year's uh, special. Happy and, New Year's, man. Yeah, right. And uh, Happy 2020. Three, theoretically. What if you're listening to this podcast in 2026? Well, still happy, happy 2023. 2023. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope it's a good year. So you know, <laughs> and and the thing is, good year. You know, what makes it so special to have a good year? You know, January first. I mean, frankly, it's just a day. Now, that being said, I was never like that. January first was my okay. I'm gonna. I'm going to change. I My life is going to change on January 1st. I'm going to, first and foremost, and this is honest, I used to say, all right, I'm going to stop drinking. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to get healthy. Those were kind of my, the, the, those were the three main mantras that I had. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, for 46 years, from 13 to 40, to 13 to 59, that didn't uh, that didn't work out well for me. I was I was off the uh, I was off track by January second. Sometimes January first. Yeah. So you know it's funny. I'm still programmed. You know. I mean, for f- thirty years, whatever. My 
my whole life I'm programmed for business, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, as soon as I think of January 1st, I think a new fiscal year, right? Mm-hmm. New fiscal year. Now we've just spent the last three or four months spending a shit ton of money flying around all the consultants, right? To get these business plans together to analyze the prior year and get ready and plan for the upcoming year. And January 1st, it's upcoming year. Now mm-hmm. you're out of the gate fresh. And okay. what'd you do for me lately, right? Yeah. How are we going to deliver in this new year, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of one set of brain. And then I'm like you, you know, I look at the personal, right? Change gears, right? right? And right. and lately, the last quite number of years, I start looking at the personal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so describe to me one or two January 1sts, like when you were drinking, when you were actively drinking. Yeah. That's, well, well, in fact, yeah. wait, wait, time out. Yeah. And I swear we should have a hot mic like prior episodes. Tell me the story you just told me before you got on about one of your January 1st. It's one of the best stories I have ever heard. It's short. In fact, it is the best story I ever heard. It's short and it's sweet and I know it complete. Um, (laughs) I remember like it was yesterday, or at least I remember the bookends of it. But just real briefly, I went to a uh, New Year's Eve party at the um, little Holiday Inn. You know, we had three or four rooms, mm-hmm. and it was like a scene out of a Hollywood, you know, nightclub basement. Mm-hmm. Bowls of pills, piles of cocaine, mm-hmm. and so I got there. Like Scarface. Yeah, so I got there early, right? Because you don't want to sure. miss out on the party. I right. knew what was coming, right. so I got there like at five or six o'clock for you know the New Year celebration. Um, well, we had a nice storm that night and decided that uh, maybe we couldn't go home that night. Short and skinny. I understand that. I went to a New Year's Eve party. You know when I got home? When? January 10th. Dude, that, I'm telling you, I will not forget that story. Now, that mind is, you, I was single, or let, let's put it this way. If I was married, I was then You single. were going to be single. That's right. Um, but Dude, yeah. That is crazy. Yeah, January 10th. Yeah. So yeah. I was just sharing that, that there's a guy who who I know and you know. And, and he was sharing a story where he went out for a business lunch around the holidays um, right by Chicago O'Hare. He went out for a business lunch, right? He had a couple cocktails. Next thing you know, he's four days later. He's in Arizona. <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> he had no idea how he got there. No, no memory of anything. Have you ever ended up in another city? I've never done that. No. That's, that's classic right there. I mean, I, no, I've, I've done some crazy stuff, but nothing like that. That's... That's so, amazing. So funny stuff, it sounds like, you know, it's funny. Right, but that's the rearview mirror, man. That doesn't happen for mirror. us today in and, sobriety. And to answer your question, what were my January 1st like? They were full of remorse, full of regret, full of anxiety because I, you know, I do, I still do take the break in the year and and reflect on the year prior and look at the year ahead. I, I still do that. Did to you this do that day. when when you were drinking? Sure, I did. It okay. was just a very short process yeah. that was filled with not frustration. Much going on. Not much yeah, going right. on. Right. I mean, it's like really, what's going to change here? And I'd go with all the fervor in me to get to to make a change, and and it was just for naught. Yeah. So, so my when I was drinking, um, yeah, I mean, there was a period of time in my life, like the last five years, I was drinking. I mean, I was probably sober. 95% of the time. I mean, I was in pain and I was dry and all those fun words, you know, but that 5%, that's still, I mean, I was playing the game. What hospital am I going to next and whatever? But what I noticed about January 1st, so so I'm just trying to say New Year's Eve, I've probably been sober for 20 New Year's Eves. Mm-hmm. 
it's just it's just that's for rookies. It's right? for rookie holiday. Tuesday afternoon when it's cloudy, yeah, that's for the real drinkers, right, right? Right, right. But but my word that I would attribute to all my January first while I was drinking is survival. I mm. just looked and I'm like, hey, I survived another year because mm. I knew I was in pain. I knew I, I hated myself. All that all that painful, heavy stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I survived. Right. You know, I'm I, I live to live another year. And, and sometimes I'm like, I don't want this, man. This right. is not what. I mean, so it was not a happy time for me. There was no bells and whistles, no little flutes or, you know, party puffers or whatever, party poppers. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> party puffers. But, um, okay, so let's switch gears and talk yeah. about sobriety. Right, yeah, right, right. So you, you've been sober several years, so have I. So we've, we've done a couple new years sober. So talk to me about how you look at the new year and New Year's Day. You know, what's your game plan today for New Year's? Wow, that's a loaded question because for me it was a, a transformation. And yes, you can use PowerPoint and Excel spreadsheets if you'd like to lay it out. Okay, I, I might death by PowerPoint. Um, so yeah, I, I would say that now. Well, in sobriety, early sobriety, it was I was very anxious as the year flipped uh, for many reasons. First of all, because um, even though you call it a rookie holiday, you know I. I I still participated because it was mm -hmm. just a Tuesday, as you said, um, where, or whatever day it fell on the calendar. And so, but there was a lot of anxiety in my early days about New Year's because because it was so ingrained in me that, um, you know, the history of, of the all the emotion of it. But that's changed over the course of time. And, and now, for me, it's just another day. It... it, it it's just another day. Every day is, could be January 1st. Every day could be October 3rd. It doesn't matter to me. What I've got in front of me is just today. That's the big transformation for me. It, it, it Now, I still go on my little respite down to Florida, and I reflect on the year before, and I make plans for the year ahead. I, I still do that. It's a very important part of me. I take a break. I listen to some music. I'll take some notes. I, I'm not I'm not trying to master my year ahead of me, but what I'm trying to do is point the ship in the right direction so that the conclusion is that by Jan December 31st of this coming year, I've at least advanced in the way I want to go. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm right in the same boat with you. Um, you know, I kind of look at, I mean, I, <clears throat> I definitely align with that. It's just another day. You know, I, I, I really get that. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, but, but, I, but I also, I mean, maybe it's the business in me, right? Or maybe it's the results-oriented, or maybe it's performance-oriented, or maybe it's just moreism, right? Mm -hmm. But so, so I look at it almost like a scorecard. Mm -hmm. and, and what really hit me, right, again, for many years— there was no scorecard. It was just survival. Mm -hmm. It was, I lived to hit another year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I started getting sober in 2014, right? And then 15 and 16 and 17. And again, I intentionally laid low because I wanted to build my sober foundation deep and wide. Mm -hmm. I knew I laid low. I wasn't really trying to accomplish anything. All I was trying to do is learn sobriety. Let my, my, my sobriety, I went to shit ton of meetings, did all kinds of stuff in, in sobriety because there's nothing else I would get in life if I didn't have sobriety. Sure. Look at January 6th, 
AA 24-hour reading, right? That's, that was how I was living. And then I noticed in 2019, when I did my year-end analysis, mm-hmm. I looked at my scorecard, 2019, mm-hmm. without a doubt. And, and yeah, it's subjective, but I got some pretty concrete, objective things to support that subjectivity, if that made any sense. That was a big sentence. I know, but, but 2019 was the best year of my life. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt, I had, with every fiber in me, it was the best year of my life. Why? Well, because I accomplished things that were according to my, I, I would say the number one reason is my new purpose mm. was really identified and gotten gear. Mm. And I started delivering on that purpose, and it was very noticeable. How did you define? Does that make sense? Yeah, it sure does. How How did you get a grasp of your purpose, right? Because I spent a lot of time going, I don't know what my purpose is. My purpose before was to drink, to drug, to survive, as you said. Now, now I've got that out of my life and I'm trying to find my purpose in my early days of sobriety. How did you define your purpose? What, what happened? What transpired? Was it an exercise or an epiphany? No, it, it was definitely, it was hard work. Um, so here's how I got my purpose is I committed to the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. Right through the through the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, um, my purpose became taking care of Glenn. Glenn's got to be sober. Mm-hmm. That's number one purpose, and mm-hmm. that's the number one important thing in my life. Mm-hmm. Secondly, what this program taught me, and, and this is off the cuff, we don't have any notes no. here, but the second thing it taught me is uh, you know step two, step three, surrender to a higher power. You know, God as I understand Him. I spent a lot of time figuring out God as I understand Him, and and I really made some strides with that you know, seeking and searching in 2019. You know, I led a men's group at at church, and man, we just learned together. Mm -hmm. A bunch of blind guys trying to figure out, you know, I I hadn't opened up a Bible in 30 years, Mm -hmm. you know, and and that didn't matter, right? So so that was a a key one. And then step 12, right? I mean, I'm just pointing, I live the program. And, and that's my roadmap today. And step 12 is serving others. Mm-hmm. And that's where my serving really got into gear in many different ways, which helped me get out of myself. And so then it wasn't that you defined your purpose and tried to fit yourself into that purpose. It's that purpose unfolded for you. And now you're fueling that purpose. It feels right. You know, it's your purpose. Am I, am I saying that the right way? Yeah. And, and parts of my purpose, like with the whole, you know, well, what's God's will? Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, God doesn't care if I have my God doesn't care if I have a turkey sandwich, a ham sandwich. Right. Mm -hmm. He doesn't care what kind of job I have as long as I'm doing as long as my character defects are in control and I'm doing my job the right way. He could care less if I'm flipping burgers or, you know, building walls. Mm -hmm. I I really believe that, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So so I but but I think the the foundation for living is is can be in, in any quote unquote job. Right. So, you know, I really started learning, A, I had to unlearn all the religious bullshit I grew up with, mm-hmm. and, and I had to learn a different way of looking at a higher power, mm-hmm. and, and, and I call my higher power God. You know, I, I had to learn a different way of looking at God, and my God wants to have a relationship we, with me today. He doesn't want to judge me. He doesn't want to spank me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's, I have specific things that I've learned. You know, he wants to forgive me. He wants to embrace me, man. He he values that I want to spend time with him in morning meditation. Mm-hmm. So so a lot of the, you know, a lot of things in 2019, a lot of things really kicked in gear for me. Yeah. Well, I think what the irony is, is that you're a planner, right? You've got this business mm-hmm. sense about you. You look at the year, you've got, you lay out goals and objectives. So none of this so, stuff was planned. Well, well, check this out. 2019, mm-hmm. 
okay, you, you come to the end of the year and you say, man, that was the best year of my life. Now I'm going to plan for 2020. Well, Guess well, what? Well, here's, Guess well, what? What happened in 2020? Well, well, here, well here's a, a key part of 19 is, I mean, this is really valuable. In, in 2019, I remember like it was yesterday, it was September. I was frustrated as can be with my life and where I was in my life. And I'm like, I'm trying. And I remember telling myself over and, and over. I'm sober. Early, I mean, my morning meditations for weeks before September. I remember saying, I, it should be better. Mm-hmm. I'm trying so hard. I'm doing the right things. I know I'm living right. I'm taking the action steps. I'm doing all the right stuff. And yet it just isn't cool. I'm not getting what I what I should feel. I'm not getting the feelings. And, and, and I was really frustrated. And in one of my morning meditations, it's going to sound weird, but one of my morning meditations in September of 2019, I said, God, this ain't right. I'm trying really hard here. And I'm not, I'm getting chills because of the impact it had on me. I'm like, dude, this ain't fair. I'm trying really hard. Help me. And in that moment, it was crazy. In that moment, it was like I had a tapestry. You know, and you know the back of a tapestry, right? It's It's all the threads and cut and knots and shit that didn't figure out. Yeah, it's, it's ugly, right? And in that moment, in that period of meditation, it was like God turned the tapestry over, right? And, and he allowed me to see what he and I were building for 2019. And I was like, wow. And like 10 things really were mapped out on that tapestry that I could see very clearly. And I said, okay, I get it. And then four minutes later, the tapestry was turned over. I'm back to doing the action steps that I wasn't feeling good about. But it was really cool. And since then, so 2020, beat the world. Beat 2019. But but yet it was crazy because everything you planned on for 2020 at January 2nd, 1st, when you're putting your plans together, all of a sudden the world shut down. That's the big joke because in business, all the millions and hundreds of millions of dollars that are spent on the three-year business plan and the five-year business plan. All went out the window. And I mean, it was a joke. And all the smart people who spent all that money, and and, hey, I spend the money too. But, you know, all the smart people, all the consultants, right? Uh, they're building all these plans, and and look what happened, yeah. right? But but what happened for 2020? Again, living my my purpose. Number one, mm-hmm. I had time to I had extra time to spend more time building my relationship with God. Secondly, is my family had a lot more opportunity to serve my family because they were going through some shit, right? They were all going right. through adjustments and shit. Sure. And then step 12 is you and I immediately yes. were like, how are we going to serve, right? Meetings are closed down. The next day I set up this conference call with half the people who didn't even know how to do, right. on how to do a 7 a.m. meeting via conference call. And then right. a couple of days later we switched to Zoom. And then you have a passion for newcomers and 6 p.m. you light up the 6 p.m. Zoom New, newcomer right. meeting, which is still running today. It has right. 40, 50 people on right. every single night, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what we did in 2000. So 2020, really, you know, great. That beat 19. <laughs> Amazing, because most people will look back on their calendar and say 2020 was the worst year of my life. And it was that's the not best the year of my life, it, right? Be, because I was living my Wait, purpose. I thought 2019 was the best year of your life. Until 2020. All right, let's forward. How, 2021. How Blew away 2019 and 20. Wow. And part of that, you know, again, I live in my purpose. 
it's it's my relationship with 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 God and the stuff I do in, in that swimming pool and serving others, and then it's what I'm doing for my family. And then step twelve, what am I doing for other people, other alcoholics? Right? We kicked off the uh, I think right. We kicked mm-hmm. off sober coffee right in 2021. That was another one of those things. And things changed for me business wise and really started to change and adjust. I went through a period of unknown and unrest and you know, but hey, I just stepped. I stayed sober and just kept doing the next right thing. And then came along 2022. Right. And now, I mean, without a doubt, and I can, I can list 18 things that have happened in 2022 that are miracles. You know, I was father of the bride. And if you want to go back, listen to the wedding bells episode. I mean, that in alone would have made my year. Yeah. And I have 18 or 20 Things like that. I got through shoulder surgery this year. Wait, let's go back to the bride. You weren't even on speaking terms. and, and no, She wrote me seven, eight, eight years ago. She wrote me off. I'll right. never speak to you again. It's incredible. I mean, go, go back and listen to that episode. I mean, that in itself for 2022 would, would, would make my year. Right. But I got like 18 situations. I got through shoulders. I mean, I, I can keep going. Right. right? And, and what's even amazing now is now we got 2023. Right, right. right? So 2022, I mean, I, I, I just don't even know what to do. I'm out over my skis. I exceed expectations. It's kind of a joke when, when I'm not the driver, right? And I let, I let God be in the driver's seat. I'm amazed at what's accomplished. Right. My, my ego goes to zero because I thought I was the smartest guy in the room. And yet, you know, I have a very finite mind. We have finite minds. Mm-hmm. But when you... When you hook into a superpower, a higher power, what I call my superpower, you know, who knows what you can do? Right. And I'm, I'm living that right now. I, stuff's happening for me right now. I'm involved in projects and, and, and serving my, my family. I got a son going to school overseas and plugging in and serving him. And, 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 you know, service is kind of an underline. So I cannot wait for 2023. Let me put you on the spot. Yep. So you've got purpose. You've got a bounce in your step. Yep. You're optimistic. You're realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk to me. I want you to tell me because mm-hmm. I I don't think I'm there with my purpose. I, I think some of it makes sense what's going on on the other side of the tapestry, but I'm seeing a lot of the undergird right now. Mm-hmm. That's the day-to-day stuff. So how do, you, how do you hone in? You've honed into your purpose. How do you... What do you tell me? How do I hone into my purpose? I think it's an action, not a thinking. Okay. So one of the things I did when I was in my four-month program in 2014, you know, I did a book, Purpose Driven Life. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, it's a 40-day book. and I, yeah. Well, no, 40-week book. I, 40 I don't weeks. Know. Yeah. yeah, 40 weeks. I did it in 40 days. Because I was in, <laughs> you're well, an overachiever. Well, no, I had nothing else to do. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm in you know, rehab for 30 days, a lot of free time. I don't play basketball. I don't. I hate the gym. So, you know, I, I didn't do all that. I went back to my room and I did purpose driven life, right? And I did one a day, and I did it religiously. I wrote it all out in a notebook, just like you, you, you love, right? And and so that's that's an activity, right? I got in the pool, mm-hmm. right? But one of the things. And and actually, we're we're kicking off a, a small mini group, micro group, you know, of of guys who who and gals, yeah, that that want to really 
make 2023 living for their purpose in 2023. Mm. And and I'm it's not going to be life-changing. We're we're picking one or two areas of our life that we either have wanted to do, have thought about doing, haven't done, need to improve, you know, and we're going to do it in a group setting. We're going to have meetings, we're going to have specific game plans, action plans. We're going to have mentors, mentees, accountability, guardrails, all that stuff. So right? what, what the light bulb just went off for me. So it's not figure out my purpose. It's figure out how to live in the direction you want to go and your purpose will unfold in front of you. Am I saying yeah, that right? So, so that's exactly what happened for me, but I picked AA as my roadmap. Right. So I think you got to have a roadmap. Right. You know, and, and there's... In, in my mind, there's no better roadmap than AA. Mm-hmm. And I picked AA and I committed and surrendered to AA. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do exactly what you guys tell me to do. And, and you have too, right? So I, so I, think, I think, right, and, and, you know, hey, we have all the sayings and sayings are cool. But, you know, it's like don't worry about the staircase. Take the first step, right? right? Take that first step. A lot of times people don't, aren't in action. You know, I listened to a guy yesterday. It was Dr. Henry Cloud. I love that dude mm. from California. We've smart. got a couple links in the resource. Yeah, room smart dude. Cloud. You know, right. he's like, he's like, you know what? Everybody wants to 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 lose weight, right? And everybody's got the plan in their hand, you know, head, and I'm going to do all this. He's like, look, go out today and walk to the end of block and back. He goes, when people do that and get in action, he goes, do two push-ups. He goes all the time when, when people say, oh, I went out and did one push-up, and, and all of a sudden, you know, I felt good, and I, I did seven. You know, I, I went to do one, and I did seven, right? So you have to get started. Mm. And in my mind, you know, previously, I mean, I'm, I'm really in the getting started mode right now, and I don't have it all figured out. And I'm it's not even, started. yeah, right. But before, I had to buy the, the software program, and I needed a new notebook, and I probably needed a new computer, and I needed to paint my office, you know, and, and, and I, I need a new car, yeah, right? And right. I've, I, I've got to have all this shit. Then I'm so tired of doing all the crap, I, you know, I, I, I didn't start. Right. So I just get out there and start. Oh, you know, go it. to one. If, if you're not into AA, you don't understand the, the, the roadmap, go to one meeting. Right. Do something. Go to one church service. Go do do one prayer. You know, you don't have to have this prayer and no. meditation program all set up and, and oh, I got to <laughs> get in the right feeling and the Gosh, right zone. Gosh, so me. Oh, I, I, right. dude, I'm telling you, just today, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm moving my office to another office, and the first thing I'm thinking, i got to set that office up right. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can't work in there and be productive uh, until I get the new desk that I want to build, and I want to build it this size, and I'm going to put these pictures in there, and then i got to get a new computer, and then I need seven monitors. And, you know, I mean, that's such horseshit. In the meantime, life is, just, life is just driving by you like, like you're in the slow lane. Yeah. I, you know what? Get out there and do one push-up. Go to one meeting. You know, read one page of the big book. Have one conversation with another alcoholic. You know, I mean, that's just just what I think. Make every day January 1st. Glenn, great stuff, I love January 1st, man. I'm fine. Can can you tell I'm excited? Uh, uh, Just a little bit. Welcome 2023. And he's on decaf. Welcome 2023. We hope you guys enjoy the ride. But you know what? I mean, you know what? I'm actually, I can't wait for December 31st because I know... You know what I've got planned. I know 
hey, I'm just going to stay in the same program, the same same pool, and I'm just going to swim harder. Love it. I'm just going to swim harder, and and I can't wait for 2024. You're the best, man. I love living it with you, man. I'll tell you what, my life is different and better because I'm on the sober path with you, and I value you, man. And uh, thanks for a good 2022. You're a key part of it. And I can't wait to see what the tapestry unfolds for 2023. Love it. Happy New Year. Love you, brother. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.